Welcome back to the Modern Witch Podcast, today's pagan pop culture for the modern witch. I'm your host, Devin Hunter, and of course, joining us from Salem, Massachusetts, is your lovely hostess, Rowan Pendragon. And Rowan, how are you today? Oh, I'm just fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, that was a much better response. You didn't sound so scared. Because <laughs> okay. usually when I ask, you're like, oh, I sound scared. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Our That's... listeners, our listeners know, our listeners. Fantastic. We've even talked about it before on the show too, Rowan. Great. Did you know that? No. We've talked about it on the – yeah, we have. Mm, we have. Great. See who's paying attention. Um, no, but uh, – so we have a fun show today, and I'm really excited about, um, of course, our, our special guest that will be um, here for the last um, bit of the show, Miss Kelliana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, did, was that not a phenomenal interview? Oh, yeah. No, I always like it when we get to have her stop by, you know. Because she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, she's Yeah, does. she's pretty amazing. Yes. So, yeah, so Kellyanna's here today, everyone. Um, and like I said, we'll have her later on in the show. Um, but I, I don't know. So you weren't here last week. No. And I heard about it. You heard about it? Heard about I did. What? I did. Uh, people, oh, you know, on, on, on the Twitter. And um, I had, you know, oh, we love the music, but I really miss Rowan. I really miss the Rowan Devin banter. <laughs> I got some of that, which was good, um, which is, a, of course, you know. Pretty much the reason, one of the reasons why you you stayed with us mm-hmm. was because we have good banter. Um, and uh, <laughs> and our why, banter and is why good. save it from the world? Why not share it with everyone instead That's of right. doing it in the privacy area of our own homes? I mean, exactly. we do this every we day, so we it. might as well, you know, record, record it. it. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, but yeah, people people missed you last week. Um and of course, I missed you too. And, I, and and as I was doing the show and kind of recording it, and getting it all set up, I had these moments of like, "Well, shit! <laughs> like this is not what I signed up for. You know, like, this isn't what I wanted to do with this." And and of course, I was kind of crunched for time too. Right. But well, I mean, it, it was. Um, and I wanted, yeah. you know, because like I had said to you when you told me, "Oh, just take the week off." And then first, I'm like, "What are you, my boss?" And then I'm like, "But I don't want to take the week off." <laughs> Because I really didn't want to, but it literally came down to, I think there were two, literally two hours of, of available time and we just couldn't squeeze it in because I had, um, I had stuff going on and I was, I had my, um, I had a class with, uh, Lori Cabot that night and I was just trying to get awake and alive and enough time to leave to go to, um, go to my class. So it was tough i was it so it wasn't that i really wasn't going to be there it's just couldn't make it happen 
Because uh-huh. I hated not being there. But... Right. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And now you are a, a third, or a, sorry, a second degree second Cabot. Second degree, yep. Yes. And then, uh. And so, does that, does that feel cool? Did you get, like, a special ring or anything? Is there a handshake? <laughs> oh, no, there is a handshake. <laughs> we, there is kind of a handshake. Oh, of course it's, there is. But it's a joke. It's a, like, I guess it's like an inside joke. And so, but we found out all about that in our first degree class. It was pretty ah, funny. Ah. But um, no, now um, for anyone, you know, if anyone's seen pictures of the Cabot's um, like Cabot rituals or anything, you'll often see um, the, the, in the Cabot tradition, you do wear robes for ritual. Um, but you'll also notice that they have a tartan that they use as well and they wear it as a sash. Um, so now as a second degree, we get, we wear the sash and we have plain black robes that we can wear. And then when you go through third degree, um, your robes change and they have a, a lining on the inside that's exposed on the cuffs and things. And, um, so I have to get my robe and my tartan sash. But I, I am going on to third degree, and that will uh, start over the summer, and I'm all excited about that. So, yay. 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 Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So, just stay tuned, and then you, <laughs> you'll get to hear about all kinds of awesome witchcraft <laughs> stuff, because that's what it's all about. Yeah, and it's, it's very – I have to say that, you know, despite um, – you know, despite some of the things that I know people – have to say about the Cabots because there is, I think, you know, and it's interesting because when I see some of the things and hear some of the things, especially there's one particular ex Cabot priest who, you know, likes to go around and tell everyone how horrible the Cabot tradition is and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's interesting because you get that kind of stuff with every tradition when you have people that have left it or have had a disgruntled moment and, you know, now they're not, they're not on the inside anymore or they're not on the good side with the high priest or high priestess or the elders or whatever. You get that with every tradition. And when someone leaves a tradition and they left in a, like, disharmonious kind of way, there's always a reason why. And it's not something pretty because if they were happy, they'd still be there, you know, or if they, or if it was like, you know, I just left because I've, you know, spiritually moved on, you probably aren't going to go around talking about that tradition and the people in it. You know, you're probably just going to keep your mouth shut and go, well, it was an experience. Now I'm moving on. But so, you know, it's, it's just, it's a tradition and it's, that's got a lot of, notoriety and notability and it's very um you know largely because of Lori cabot it's largely known um by the you know in the better part of the pagan community and and you know everyone's unfortunately when you're in the spotlight so to speak like Lori cabot has been for so many years because she's just is who she is as far and you know being so publicly a witch that anything that she does that God forbid, isn't, you know, on the up and up, gets blared across everywhere and everything. So, you know, it's again, it's like being, you know, being in the public eye and having, you know, everything you do scrutinized in some way. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, and, and we all, and we both know, you know, like Christian Day, you know, anytime he does anything that somebody doesn't like, it's, you know, you know, it's another one of those cases where you're out there just trying to do your thing and you just happen to be very public about it. And God forbid you make a misstep. You know, it's the biggest. Speaking of of Christian Day, mm. we will be on his show in about a month. Yes. 
and I'm excited about that. Or so because last time we went on, we didn't really, yeah, we didn't really get to to be interviewed too much. Yeah. Um, so maybe maybe this time around it'll be a little. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It'll be, it'll be a little different. And yeah. but now and then, of course, we've got all of this. We've got some really wonder. I'm I'm sh- I don't want to say I'm shocked because. I feel like in in a way to say that I'm shocked is to say that I've underestimated you and I, but um, I'm very pleased with the feedback that we're getting on the magazine. Mm. Yeah. I I don't know where you see these things because I never see them. (laughs) Well, and I I think part of it too is just because, you know, Devin is is still pretty synonymous with um, Modern Witch right now. Um, and, And that's going to change, especially with all this crazy stuff that you've got that you're going to be adding to the the arsenal here very soon. You people have no idea what you're in store for. <laughs> um, but um, uh, but no, I, I still get emails and I still get um, – uh, I'll get like little messages on Facebook and things like that. And people have been really excited um, and very pleased with it. In fact, uh, Star Foster said that we were the vanguard of pagan media. Yeah, where did you – where did that again. happen? It's on my timeline. Go to my timeline on Facebook. <laughs> And I said, and I was like, well, yeah, I'm like, well, feel free to re- do a review, you know, Star mm-hmm. Foster, you know, please do a review. And, um, and then we'll, we'll go from there. But um, it's been really cool. We've mm-hmm. gotten a lot of really positive feedback and um, a lot of people are excited about number two, mm-hmm. uh, which we've officially gone into production with and we're adding some staff, which is really exciting. So we know um, for sure um, people who are joining us as staff writers for the Modern Witch magazine. Uh, we've got Yashay Rabbit. She's she's um, agreed to come on, which is really exciting. Storm, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Storm Fairy Wolf will be joining us. Um, we've got uh, David Salisbury, um, who's going to be joining us as a staff writer too. And he's got some really interesting things in the works for the next issue as well. And then we've added um, somebody who's who's more of a local where you're at, Matt Venus. Mm-hmm. And he writes really, really cool stuff. And um, he's specifically going to be working on a piece on the crossroads um, for this next issue. So I'm really excited. Yeah, and I want to you uh, when we do actually the show notes for this show, we're gonna I want to throw a link up to um, Matt's Etsy shop because you want to talk about some gorgeous hoodoo inspired things. Matt does some beautiful work, so we have to give him a little a little attention because you know. I, I, yeah, I think that, you know, that's one of my big thing is I'm all about pagans who are making art out of their spirituality because I think it's a beautiful way to express your path. And there are just some great, great, you know, artisans out there. And Matt is one of those that I think really should get some some more attention, um, especially throughout the more you know, the general pagan community, because I, I know he, you know, he has his name out there within the hoodoo community, but I think the pagan community needs to see some of what he's doing because it's beautiful, beautiful stuff. So, so we will throw that up there. So, yeah. Um, so having him is, is going to be a, a blessing, I mm-hmm. think, because he's just really cool. Um, and I, I think that's, that's, oh, and then of course we've got, um, Aside from that, we, we were making some more changes to the magazine. So I'm, I'm, it's just been a crazy week row and we've both yeah. been uber busy with, with stuff, but I guess that's what you do. I, we're now officially calling Modern Witch my second job, <laughs> which is kind of funny, um, but it's kind of true, which is why it's funny. Mm. But yeah, so um, check it, check out the magazine folks because people are, are liking it. And um, I, I suspect we're going to be hearing more about 
um, people's feedback in the in this in the soon future, because well, people are getting the magazine, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. So, and we've got we've got some friends of ours and and some interesting um, bloggers and things like that that are going to be taking a look. So, I'm excited. Needless to say, all right, Oprah. Say, well, it's better. Well, hey, it's better to be Oprah than Miss. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. oh. Uh-huh. That's right. I went there. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't need to get all Oprah if you were doing your job, Rowan. Oh, oh my God, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get emails. You be nice to Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, no, 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 no. But yeah, so we've, we've got a fun show. I'm really excited about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh-huh. her album and, and you, you now see, here's another thing too, what? before we go into all this. Yes. So you and I, we, everyone knows we've got different tastes in music mm-hmm. and, um, not terribly different, but when it's different, oh, it's different. Um, but, um, what you and I both like this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited to, to have it. And of course she's going to be dropping her new single, um, which is the title track off of this album, the ancient ones. Um, the, which is called The Ancient Ones. And um, we're going to have that at the end of the show. And she was just super rad. I mean, she was she was really great to, to have on the show. And she always is. I mean, she's, she's right. a pretty phenomenal person. Right. Um, and we've got our top five Kellyana songs coming up um, before we, we get into her dropping her new album. And it's going to be a really fun episode. So I hope that you are, you know, you're comfortable folks. Because you're in for an awesome ride here today on the Modern Witch Podcast, which of course is on the Pagan Radio Network. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. We are going to hear a word from our sponsors, The Mystic Dream. And then we're going to come back and we've got a little bit of a discussion for everyone today. And then we're going to be heading into this um, this really awesome new adventure with Kaliana. <laughs> so uh, definitely stay tuned. Once again, you're listening to the Modern Witch Podcast on the Pagan Radio Network. I will fly free from the waves into 
Hi there, I'm Storm Fairy Wolf from the Mystic Dream, the online spiritual supply store catering to magic, witchcraft, and spirit. Check out our online store where you will find crystals, candles, ritual supplies, and herbs, or browse over our large selection of free spells and rituals. And while you're at it, why not book a psychic reading with some of the most talented mediums, clairvoyants, and tarot experts in the modern occult world? We also offer magical and conjure services like setting of lights, custom mojos, and a wide range of our very own conjure and magical products blended in-house handcrafted oils, bath salts, powders, waters, incense, dressed candles, and more. Available only at The Mystic Dream. Visit us online at www.themysticdream.com or give us a call at 925-933-2342. The Mystic Dream, where ancient wisdom meets the new aeon.
Welcome back to the Modern Witch Podcast. Today's pagan pop culture for the Modern Witch. You are listening to us here on the Pagan Radio Network. And uh, Rowan, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm so excited about Kellyanna. <laughs> You're such a fanboy. I am a fanboy. <laughs> you know, but she's now, I love Kellyanna, but she's no Margot Adler. Oh, God, you're such a fanboy. I was going to say, I, now I'm a Margot Adler fanboy, totally, for sure. All right, so anyway, so I got an email. Mm-hmm. And the gist of it is that this, this person is getting ready to kind of reinvent themselves. And they want to know what they can do magically to support a, a new beginning, uh, you know, a transition from the old to the new. Um, so the idea is, what can they do? to help support themselves magically in this transition as they're rediscovering themselves, as they're reinventing themselves and they're choosing better paths for themselves. Hmm. Well, that I really kind of all depends on what exactly they're doing. Amen. Amen. I mean, well, because that could mean about a hundred different things. I mean, when somebody says I'm quote reinventing myself, that could mean I'm going to do everything from move to another city and change my name and be a whole different person to I'm going to, you know, get a new job right yeah, i mean it could you know it right. could be any it, it really depends on what you're doing well in this case she got a new job and um is recently divorced and so she's kind of there and so i mean i think the first thing that would come to mind and you 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 mentioned this before we we came on to record but obviously doing a cleansing mm-hmm. i mean how can you you know i know he's telling my clients and here 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 you go guys a bird can't fly if it's full of shit because you know, they can't. That's why they right. do it involuntarily. But, um, you know, and so you, in order for you really to be able to take off and fly, you have to relieve yourself of some unnecessary weight. And so doing a cleansing. Now, Rowan, this is uh, the idea of cleansing is something that you're really good at. You're, you're good at doing this, this type of magic. <laughs> Am I? I well, don't know yeah. about that. <laughs> no, I've seen, I've, I've seen some of your stuff. I was actually kind of impressed because I'm addicted to it. I mean, like spiritual cleansing for me happens on a daily basis so i i don't you know I, to me it's, it's i'm all the time you know going through and cleansing my energy body and um and it's not because i'm like energetically ocd or anything um but it's it's just because i think if we're going to be physically clean and we're going to physically take our showers every day then spiritually we should be cleansing our our energy bodies as well so that's my mm-hmm. whole thing with that. So I'm always doing this. But when when you're getting ready to just like jump out the gate and you've got this this brand new venture in your life and you want to make sure that you, you're going into it fresh and refreshed energetically, what type of cleansing work would you recommend? Well, the first thing I think that you need to do is break, break it all down into what exactly needs to be cleansed. Because when you approach it from the I'm just going to do a cleansing and you're trying to t- you know, like treat it all like it's one big giant thing, I think you don't really attack the issue or issues, you know? So I think it's important to break it down into a couple different things because you can do cleansing baths. You can do a seven day, a nine day, a 13 day, whatever you want to do and, and work it that way. But if you're not focused on every individual bit of what you need to work on, then it's just kind of, I don't know. To me, I think it's just like you're just taking a bath for 13 nights, you know? Right, so right. you kind of need to define it first. So if we're talking about, take these those two examples, getting a new job and getting a divorce. 
doing a cleansing bath is something that's just kind of getting you ready as far as I'm concerned to do the other work. I don't think that cleansing baths necessarily are the thing to do on its own and like that's it, you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a good way to get yourself in the right mindset. I, in a situation like this, I would recommend starting with just like a three day, but don't do it three consecutive days. Do it like three days over the course of a week. And now what, why do you, why do you say that? Because I think that you need to have a little time in between, because if you just treat it like a bath then yeah, do it three days in a row because you're not really doing anything. But if you're really doing it, like it's a magical cleansing and you do treat it like a ritual do it one night and then have a night to sort of go back and reflect and feel what you've let go of feel if there's any difference and then come now the next night you know night three in the week and do your second one and now you might be a little bit more focused on you know what needs a little bit more attention in the process and then reflect again you know night four and then night five do it you know for the third time when you do it night after night after night I, you know, I, I understand why some people do it that way, but I don't necessarily see that as being the most important part of it because it's just, I, I think the, having that time in between to sort of feel the difference and see where you are going and where you're at as you go through the process is important. And when you're just like, okay, it's, you know, it's 10 o'clock and getting ready for bed. I got to go do this bath thing. You know, you're not really focused there's not a lot of focus there. It's just like you're doing it because it's like, oh, well, I started this. I got to do it for three nights, seven nights, whatever it is. Now, so... I I have to disagree with you on this. So this will be good because this is the listeners love this, by the way, when we don't agree on something. Um, <laughs> but and I, and it's not that I don't get what you're saying because I completely get what you're saying, and I think that there's a lot of a lot of witches out there who do fall into that trap. I know me, I'm one of them. Um, you know, I can totally fall into the trap of not really being present within the cleansing process. Um, and again, you know, I'm doing cleansings every day, but at the same point, um, the, the, I guess the, you know, the type of cleansing work that I do on a daily basis differs from, you know, when I go and do a three night on crossing or a 13 night on crossing. And the reason being that, you know, my, my daily cleansing work is really about me being aligned and what are the things that are blocking me from my highest self? What are the things that are blocking me from, um, you know, my immediate surroundings energetically, those kinds of things. The uncrossing work tends to be a lot of um, kind of more etheric. It tends to be more energetic. It's, it's, it's going through that line of energy that connects you or, you know, a part of you to, to another part of somebody else or et cetera, et cetera. Now, it can also be, the, you know, like one of the reasons I, I, I know I personally do on crossings um, isn't just for the, the sake of, oh, I feel like somebody cursed me, you know. It, it's more about, oh, well, what energetically have I said, you know, or what have, what have I done energetically to okay. support what I've said, you know, Well, but I'm like going to stop you right there because now we're talking about two different things in my opinion. And doing an uncrossing and doing cle- like doing a cleansing bath to just sort of relieve yourself of sort of heavy energy are not the same thing in my opinion. So oh, but now see, uncrossing is is a cleansing. Though. It is a cleansing, but it's a different type of cleansing in my opinion and in my experience. It's not the same hmm. thing. When you're doing an uncrossing, in in my in my opinion and in my experience, when you're doing an uncrossing, you're doing it because there are certain either known or unknown conditions that you want to remove from yourself. Now, when you're doing more of a general cleansing, it's just that need to clear your energy. 
it's not because there's something particularly heavy weighing on you Mm -hmm. or anything like that. It's more of just, it's, I would sort of almost akin it to when you do a ritual bath before you're going to do a big ritual or something. It's just, it's a, it's just a, a cleansing of the physical and the etheric bodies. When you're okay, doing now, an uncrossing, now... you're talking about, okay, I have certain things that either I've done, said, thought, whatever, or that people have done to me that I want to let go of. Like even the, even the recipe for the bath for me would be different. I mean, the whole thing would be different. But it's, hmm. Hmm. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Well, here, well, here's my thing. I'm surrounded with hoodoo like all the time Mm -hmm. and the store well you know the store does a Mm -hmm. lot of of hoodoo products and things Um, and I have gotten in the habit of doing regular uncrossing work Um, and part of that is because of course I work in a store and you know people come in who well need uncrossings themselves you know and things like that and um, but if you're looking at the tools so here's here's one thing because I have you know I've got all kinds of different recipes for um, cleansing baths and purity purifying baths and um, uncrossing and and all of that good stuff. But if you're looking at the tools, it's such a similar thing. It's just a oh, different yeah. culture. They're similar. You know? but I mean, there's still minty notes. There's still citrus notes. There's still you know those kinds of things. And I'm not well, going to say they're different, but what I'm to me it's it's the same thing it's this i mean it's you're getting to the same point you're using different ingredients but that's that's just the to me it's just the difference of am i eating um you know flan here in america or am i going down to you know puerto rico and having flan two very different experiences you know what i mean Mm -hmm. still delicious still gets me where i need to go but at the same point, they're two. They're just two different ways of going about it. You know, here in America, we're going to do one thing that, you know, in Puerto Rico, they're not going to do, and vice versa. And if because when you do a cleansing, you're doing a cleansing to, like you said, to kind of you know cleanse your energy body. You're cleansing those you, kind of the works, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you do an uncrossing, you're uncrossing the works. You know, and it's so to me, it's the same kind of it's the same thing. I look at it like the daily cleansing work that I do is really just partly because I have a daily practice and it's, you know, I I try to be disciplined with it. But when I have to do uncrossing work and and things like that, it's I still look at it as the same. I just look at it as instead of me doing this personal cleansing work every day, I'm now kind of soliciting the, the help of my allies you know, which are the herbs in that bath salt mix or, you know, whatever. Um, and I also think, you know, to, you know, when you had said, you know, oh, it's 1038 night and I have to go do this, this crossing. If, if that's the case, then that's more of your problem, not the, the magical workings problem in my mind. Because I find myself, especially when we're like doing on crossings, here's a perfect example, or any cleansing work. You know that if you get to that point where you're like, ugh. I have to do this, but I don't want to do it. And you just keep putting it off. That is just more proof that you need to do it energetically. If you're, if you're putting up resistance to it, then that is just more proof that you need to do that work. Um, that's something that's totally come up a lot in my own life, you know, especially when I've got big on crossings to do for, for, you know, either, you know, different, you know, let's say my career, or, you know, uh, a client I have, I've had an interaction with or any of those things. If I do a, a heavier on crossing, it's 
it's going to take a couple of days. It's not just going to be one bath or, you know, it might be three baths. It might be 13 baths, you know, consecutively. And I've always approached it from the point of this is a way for me to gauge myself energetically with where I am in the process. And I found that, you know, towards, especially like in a 13 night on crossing, I get to night six and it has now become a habit for me. I now know that I'm, I need to go do this and I'm going to go do this. And while I'm doing the uncrossing work, while I'm doing any cleansing work, um, uncrossing or cleansing or whatever you want to call it, I'm, I'm always approaching that energe- energetically from a place of what can I, what can I cleanse? What, what energies can I remove? What, what things are, ha- are you know, haunting me? Known or unknown, do I feel like these things exist? And that is how I engage that type of magic. So to me, it's it's really just, you know, again, it's like flan. Are we doing it here? Are we doing it there? It's it's coming from the same point. That, that's my take on it. That's my take on it. There we go. <laughs> and totally, there you have it. But, I, but then I wonder if, if that's like a hoodoo thing too. It is. It is yeah. very much a hoodoo thing because when I talk to people, clients of mine and stuff who are not familiar with hoodoo, and I talk to them about uncrossing work. They have no clue what that is. They've oh, yeah, never heard yeah. of it. So, yeah. but, and then when you explain the process to them and explain what uncrossing is, it's not the same as cleansing to them because it really, it is different. It is taking it a step further. And so they're not familiar with that process. They don't under, they don't necessarily understand why you would need to do that kind of work on yourself, you know, because people, especially when you're talking about people like Wiccans, for example, Mm -hmm. and other pagans, they, they don't understand always the idea of what you have done or said yourself is often the biggest curse that you, that you get. It's not stuff that other people have done to you, which is what everybody, oh, you know, people are cursing me. No, the person who's probably cursed you is you. And Mm -hmm. so uncrossing work I, I recommend uncrossing work to people when they're, you know, saying things like, oh, I've been trying to, you know, get a raise and I just cannot get this raise. I've tried five times to talk to my boss and, you know, I don't know what's going wrong in these conversations. Okay, well, now you should probably do some uncrossing work because you've probably done or said something without realizing it that's probably pushed you back right, right, into the situation. So start with uncrossing work and now start doing prosperity or attraction or whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. But a lot of people, and it's interesting to find that this concept of, you know, your own energy affects you more than anything else, you know, never mind what anyone else is doing mm-hmm. to you, you know, you're affecting you the most. The fact that that's such a foreign concept to it's certain so old, factions though, of it? pagans, it is. It's you an think, old, old concept. And you would think that people would, you know, get that. And, right. I mean, you know, it's, it's the hermetic principles. I mean, exactly. You know, hello. Yeah. But then you yeah. have to kind of stop and consider that, you know, how, which this is one of the things that drives me crazy when I read, um, like current new, uh, like beginners books, especially aimed at Wiccans, especially, you know, solitary book taught Wiccans, you very rarely ever see the hermetic principles discussed. And they are like the foundation of of magic, you know, but that's also, but I also feel like, see, you and I agree on that. And the reason why you and I agree on that is because we're also witches who want our magic to be based in some sort of realistic approach like mm-hmm. we we want science to be a part of what we're doing right. we want that right. to help explain what we're doing we're not just on a binge somewhere trying to be the weird kid do you know what i mean right right we well, just and, are <laughs> and a lot of it too though is that 
you know, there is that whole issue of, you know, oh, well, it's, but it's just what I believe. Well, that's nice, but how far is it getting you? <laughs> you know? Like the secret. So, but so, yeah, I think, well, no, but see now the secret. The secret is watered down hermetic the, principle. Right. right. Yeah. But it's a, but it's a, I, I like to consider it's a gateway drug to the hermetic principles. And if you're someone who's like, you get the, you you get the concept of the secret and the whole law of attraction thing. Well, then now you can start understanding the hermetic principles because you're already getting the basis of several of them right there. But the fact that that stuff isn't really discussed, it makes it understandable why some people don't understand the need to do work on themselves first before doing other things. So that's an important part when you're talking about starting a new beginning, doing work on yourself first and foremost above jumping in and doing, you know, like in the case of like, I've, you know, I'm divorced now and I want to meet someone. Well, before you go jumping into doing love spells, do some work on yourself first so that you're able to receive a new love in your life. Because especially if you've gone through a divorce, Mm -hmm. especially if it's a recent divorce too. And even for some people, it could be five years and they're still holding on to, you know, bullshit from that. And they're not ready, you know, despite what you might be saying, you know, you're not, you might not really be ready for a relationship. You just might, you know, maybe haven't been getting laid and you, (laughs) and you would Mm -hmm. like to get, have a little adventure, you know, like that's one thing, but you have to do that work to let go of all of the the baggage because you certainly don't want to carry that into a new relationship. And Mm -hmm. so things like that, like that kind of work, when you want to talk about what's going to support you in a new phase in your life, focusing on yourself and not so much on the things you want right off the bat is important. So doing cleansing work or, and, or uncrossing work, however you want to look at it. Um, but again, breaking it down now, like in this case, oh, and actually to, to step back for a second, when we're talking about cleansing, it's not just about personal cleansing, especially if you're talking about a divorce. Mm-hmm. You also, if you're living, if you are still living in the place where your now ex-spouse was living with you, you've got an awful lot of cleansing to do in that home smudging, cleaning, getting rid of things, you know, and that's part of the really being ready to let go. Because if you're not the, if you contested the divorce, for example, like that's going to be the big sign that you're ready to move on and let someone else in your life. Because if you're willing to take anything that's in the house that is still connected to your ex and get rid of it, then you're ready. You're ready to start moving on. If you still can't get rid of his slash her, you know, shirt that's in the closet, then you're not ready. You know, things like that. So. Right. Well, the other thing with that too is people push themselves because they, you know, they think they should be in a place that they're just not. And magically we know that energy follows the path of least resistance. So if you're, if you're somebody who's there and you're like, Oh, Oh, I should be here and I'm not. And I, I you know, all my friends said I should go out and date. And I should, I, those clients drive me nuts because I'm mm-hmm. just like, all right, no, 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 no. Don't talk yourself into this because right. then you're just going to end up going and you're going to hate it. And then you're just going to build up more resistance to it. Right. And so absolutely. Yeah. You mean you want to make sure that you're in the headspace and so do work on yourself. You're absolutely Rowan. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. there's there's that. But I think, you know, when you're talking about, you know, supporting where you're going, you need to have yourself all in check first. So 
So and, and that means, you know, bouncing. That means talking to people who you trust and, you know, people who, you know, have your, you know, your your highest good and your highest, you know, your best interest in heart, you know, and, and talking to somebody about it, bouncing ideas off of people. One thing that I feel kind of sets us up for failure is when we approach anything, especially a mountain, you know, with feeling alone. And for some people, that's the trick. You know, for me, that's the trick. You know, I, I, if I know I'm alone and I've got to hike that whatever this is, I can do it. You know, mm-hmm. that's part of and, and you're and you're a fire sign. Too. I mean, it's a fire sign thing. We, we, we do really well under pressure. Mm-hmm. But um, not everybody can do that. And that's not a strength for everyone. And so, you know, being able to know that you're not alone and being able to reach out to a, some sort of support system, whether it's your, you know, high priest or high priestess or somebody who you know who can act as a clergy person, reach out to them and see if, you know, if what they're feeling, get a reading from somebody, you know, those kinds of things. But make sure that you're you're really looking at all of it. You're not just, you're not just, you know, getting tunnel vision just yet. Because I think that's part of step two, almost. You know, then get tunnel vision. But right now, just be open because you're cleansing yourself out. Look for stability. Look for support. Those those are two things. And then, of course, energetically, magically, that's the same idea there. So uncrossing, first step, cleansing work, first step. So step two, Rowan, like you said, is that then you would do money to, you know, secure funds. Um, one thing that I really like doing, I see if I, I don't know if, if I was this person, I, I would actually break it probably down into three steps. And, you know, that first step would be the cleansing work. Um, that second step would probably be some attuning work. So I could kind of tune into the universe. Um, whether that's like, uh, doing a spell work to gain wisdom or that's, um, you know, spell work to gain clarity, but just kind of that idea of, you know, now I've cleansed. So now I want to harmonize because you attract so many more, you know, flies with honey or, you know, bees with honey than you do vinegar. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my idea. So like doing some wisdom works, like wisdom of Solomon is a hoodoo thing that comes to mind. Um, for me, it's it's good meditative work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just what what tunes you into the universe? What tunes you into your higher self? You know, do you have any like little tricks? I, I'm really all about doing journey work when you're at that point because I'm really big on working with um, working with your power animals and your spirit allies and things like that. And so the best thing that I find is to do um, intentioned uh, shamanic journey work. Um, and I think that if you're in that place and you're not someone that has a daily practice, now's a good time to pick one up, even if it's a very small five-minute thing. Anything, because when you want to talk about being tuned into things, you know, and this is something that you learn when you're doing, um, when you're doing Reiki, or I should say when you're learning, you know, a a Reiki level, is that every day you have to be focusing on it to some degree. Um, Like when you take, or at least I should quantify this with when I took my first level of Reiki, um, part of my preparation for the actual Reiki um, attunement and the, the classes for it was to do a specific period, I believe it was three days, of light fasting and cleansing cleansing work, you know, just salt water bath cleansing. And that's part of the getting attuned. That's part of the focusing. Being attuned is not just something that you do once and then you're done. You know, you have to kind of 
fine tune that dial on the on the spiritual radio, so to speak, on a regular basis because it gets out of whack, you know. So if you're at that point where you're needing to do this this kind of stuff, picking up a daily practice, even if it's just five minutes a day, you know, is really important because it's going to keep you on that track. Because if you do it once, well, who cares? You know I mean, that's like, that's like when you have someone who, you know, the people who they read two books and now they're a high priest, you know, it's like, how much can you really do if you've done something once? You know, you have to, beyond just like, you know, it in your head, you have to be able to actually do it in the physical and on, you know, and in the spiritual sense. So picking up a practice and keeping it regular and being tuned into whether it's whatever it is that you feel connected to work with. You know, some people choose to work with gods and goddesses. Other people don't. They choose to work with power animals or spirit guides or whatever, ancestors. You need to like find something that you can spend five, 10 minutes, whatever you have with every day to just sort of, you know, give you that, that path of guidance and wisdom, because you can do a spell for it. See, like, this is one of those things where people go, oh, well, how can I do a spell to like, you know, be more spiritually and, you know, wise or whatever. It's like, that's not something that you really do. You know, that's not a spell thing. I mean, you can do work for it. I mean, like you said, like the Solomon work, like you can do that. But you don't just cast a spell and go, oh, now I know everything I need to know. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. Right, right. It's really it's really choosing discipline. Right. You and know, in this I mean, kind that's of, that daily practice. Right. And in this kind of sense, with being attuned and, and as far as getting spiritual guidance, a spell like doing um, something like the Wisdom of Solomon work, like that's almost like a little initiation into the actual process of gaining the the knowledge because the spell is not the thing that's going to do it for you. The spell is going to like flick the switch that has been off. And then after that, everything's going to come. So, and I think that's kind of the same for any spell, really. It just flicks a switch for you. And then everything else you have to stay, you know, focused. So like when we're talking about um, in the case of, you know, getting a new job, once you do, if you do a spell to get that job and then you're waiting to hear about, which is, I actually have a client right now I'm dealing with this with, you you do the spell for the job that you've applied for and you really want this spell or you really want that job so you do the spell. Once you've done the spell, it's like it doesn't stop there. It just doesn't, you know, now you just don't sit there and wait for it to pop in your lap, <laughs> you know? Now you have to go and really like keep focused in that same way that you kept focused in doing the spell. You have to keep that same focus in doing the the actual mundane work. So it doesn't end there. Just because the candle burned down, the work doesn't end and it's not all of a sudden just going to manifest. There's more that has to come with it. So, you know, that's that's where you're having these attuned practices is really important because it doesn't just happen once and then all of a sudden everything's perfect. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, I, we hear about that so much though, you know, people just, you know, sitting on their couch while their green candles burning and just waiting for somebody to knock on their door and say, Hey, here's a job. No, it it doesn't do that. So, so step two would be kind of tuning in and getting disciplined and then step three to, to kind of carry that home. Um, I, I, I would say doing some road opener work, you know, because step two is all about getting your direction, you Mm -hmm. know? So step three would be opening up that venue, I think. 
Right. And now you have to explain for all of the lovely people that aren't familiar with hoodoo exactly what road opener is. Well, and road opener is is totally a generic term too because it's Yeah, it's, but it doesn't you don't see it's it much opening new of roads. You see it a lot in hoodoo, you see it a lot in uh, powwow. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's really just the the idea is that um there may potentially be blocks. Um, whether that's, um, you know, people in the way, not, and when I say people in the way, that means, um, like extra people who have to communicate in order to get your message across, um, you know, that kind of stuff, or, or if there's a specific obstacle, um, like, uh, you are having a hard time getting a car. And so you would do a road opener to help you be able to remove the obstacles that are keeping you from being able to purchase that car. And that could be money. That could be um, just even transportation to get to the dealership, whatever that would be. You do you do that kind of work to open up roads. It's what a lot of people use Ganesh for in witchcraft mm-hmm. these days. A lot of people use Ganesh to open up roads because he's the great road opener. It's the same concept. And in fact, I've used Ganesh with my road opening stuff and um, he seems to like it a lot. But um, yeah, so I mean, it's just the idea of, of there are going to be obstacles in my way or seen or unseen obstacles in my way. And because of that, I'm going to do the specific spell, which will help remove those things from my path so that the likelihood of me actually hitting my target is greatly, you know, higher than it was if I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the idea behind that. Right. Uh, but I think that's really the big thing because once you've got once you once you know your direction, then it's just about making sure you're, you know, you're on target. So you've got to remove things that are keeping you from being able to see your target, which is also what road opening work is great for as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, all right. All right. All right. Right. So, I hope that I think that basically summed up the the email for this person. And <laughs> I'll just tell them to listen. If not, they can email me, ask me questions, um, or email Rowan because Rowan gets all the fun emails. Um, oh my but... <laughs> God. Let me. We're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. No, I have to share this one Uh-oh, because okay. we were talking about this on Facebook the other day. It was a riot. The answer, the, the comments I was getting on this. I got an email from someone the other day and I don't, you know, when I get these emails, I don't get a preamble as far as like, you know, the person's age and background or anything. So I just have to take what I get from, for face value. (laughs) I got an email from someone the other day asking me to help them get together with Rumpelstiltskin from the TV show Once Upon a Time. I honestly had a moment where I was like, am I, is this really like, who's, who sent this to me? (laughs) Like, honestly, and I mean, I've had a bunch of weird emails like that lately, people asking me to help them get together with or get into, like, actually become part of a fictional world in TV shows, or how can I meet, like, this TV show character, not the actor, the character, and I just have to stop, and so a a friend of mine from, from way, way, way back, my friend Allie, actually commented on that and said, only if you ask them for their firstborn. So I just, like, I wailed in laughter at that, but that was fantastic, and that was about when I was like, oh, I'm so done with this. Like, these are the things I get. So when people wonder why, I haven't responded to their emails, because I get people 
you know, they'll email, email me on Monday with a question. And then by Wednesday, they're like, how come you haven't emailed me back? This is why people, I am inundated with crazy emails. And of course I don't usually answer them. I feel bad not answering them, but I don't usually answer them because really nothing I have to say, because I am just the most sarcastic bitch you're going to meet. I am not going to say anything that you're going to like. So I tend to like with emails like that, they tend to get circular filed but right that was insane and i just honestly it was good to get um you know when i put that out there on my my personal facebook page i got some really funny answers and a couple people were like you know this would make a great book like all the crazy emails and like what your answers would have been you know and that's not a bad idea (laughs) would actually be some good witchy humor so would be some good witchy humor (laughs) definitely all right well we are going to well, I guess this is the time. Um, Kellyanna is is here joining us, of course, um, and she's actually going to be up in just a little bit. Um, we are going to be playing our top five Kellyanna songs um, just after this break. And I'm really excited about the well, her being on, of course, but I'm excited because I love her music. And I know everyone at home knows that and everyone knows that you love her music. So this was not easy for us to break this down. But it was done. So um, we're going to take a real quick break, and we are going to be counting down the top five Kellyanna songs from her previous albums. And uh, then we're going to have Kellyanna on the show, and we're going to be talking about her new album, The Ancient Ones. And then um, she's going to release her first single here on the Modern Witch Podcast, of course, on the Pagan Radio Network. Um, in just a just a little bit so stay tuned everyone and uh, we'll be right back after this break
Hi there, I'm Storm Fairy Wolf from The Mystic Dream, the online spiritual supply store catering to magic, witchcraft, and spirit. Check out our online store where you will find crystals, candles, ritual supplies, and herbs, or browse over our large selection of free spells and rituals. And while you're at it, why not book a psychic reading with some of the most talented mediums, clairvoyants, and tarot experts in the modern occult world? We also offer magical and conjure services like setting of lights, custom mojos, and a wide range of our very own conjure and magical products blended in-house, handcrafted oils, bath salts, powders, waters, incense, dressed candles, and more. Available only at The Mystic Dream. Visit us online at www.themysticdream.com or give us a call at 925-933-2342. The Mystic Dream, where ancient wisdom meets the new aeon. Our number five song in our Kellyana countdown is Warrior Queen off her album Lady Moon. Can I remember my name? 
died here with honor today warrior queen with my sword by my side I can't remember the names of these men as they cover And at number four, we've got Pele off of her album Elemental. And at number three, Stonehenge from Lady Moon. Mother, help me. Mother, heal me. Please release me from all things worldly that do not serve me. Mother, love me. Mother, help me Mother, heal me Please release me From all things worldly That do not serve me Mother, love me Within these stones I feel the 
number two is the title track off of Lady Moon. It's Lady Moon. At number one off of Lady Moon is Aphrodite and Pan. Welcome back to the Modern Witch Podcast, today's pagan pop culture for the Modern Witch. I'm your host, Devin Hunter, and of course, your lovely hostess, Rowan Pendragon, is here. Rowan, are you are you as excited as I am to have who we have on the show on the show? Yes, I'm excited to have somebody other than us. Yes, yes, <laughs> it's absolutely. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been a little, it's been a little empty, it's I have to while. say. It's been a minute. It's been a while yeah. since we've had a friend visit since us. Since we had a friend visit us. Yes, yes, and we have one of the one of the coolest friends ever with us, <laughs> Miss Kellyana. 
You are you're Hello. you're back. Hello, Kellyanne. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous, thank you. Yes, well, very this... good. Glad to be back. Yes, this is this is I think number three. I'll probably have yeah. a fan. I'll have a fan. Yeah, this was number four. We'll get a message. It's four, yes, yeah, yes. four, isn't it? We've done what, it one be... or two live, and then yeah. a couple phone calls. Yeah, 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 absolutely, and yeah. videos, and yeah, you're kind of you're <laughs> yes. So, so our listeners are definitely well acquainted with you. And, um, of course, everyone knows that I think your music is one of some of the finest that our community has been able to produce. Um, really, really great stuff. And this album, Ancient Ones, is totally just mind-blowing for me. I think this is probably my, my out, of, out of your albums, this is probably my, my favorite. Wow, nice. And, and then you have, like, another one coming soon. Um, I'm going to start recording a a traditional um cd this year see i don't know how you do all this because you're crazy busy all the time <laughs> well i don't know for some reason i i had it in my head that i get one out by yule and my boyfriend like latched onto that whole by yule thing so now he's like you're gonna go in the studio again and do the traditional album right and i'm like oh golly but um he's like i'll fund it i'm like oh well, that changes things a bit no, it no, it <laughs> you're paying for it maybe i could get it done by you <laughs> <laughs> i just finished paying for this one not even finished yet so of course i'm like t- totally whacked with studio costs but um right. yeah right. So yeah you never we know need, we need a kelly on a christmas album that's what i want well I want it, people keep saying a yule album but this one would be more traditional but it would be kind of appropriate at yule but who knows i'm so burnt from making the ancient ones i can't even think oh, about I'm it right sure. now yeah yeah, no, I'm I'm really impressed. Um, one of the things that I I really really liked was, I there's there's like some playfulness in your voice. I felt um, as I'm listening to to these tracks, and you're we're experiencing your range in a very different way. I feel um, than I think we have before because you've got this this kind of jazzy quality, you know, to you. And I can tell there's a piano player inside of there, you know. Um, but then you uh, I also wanted to have... learn to play piano when I was little, but my parents couldn't afford a piano, and so I started playing flute instead. But I think I would have been playing piano my whole life if I'd had that opportunity. That's, that's what but it that's, is. But I call Ann Silverman to come play piano for me because she's fabulous. Ah, yeah. So there is. So all, what all it says is that there's a piano player stuck inside that's never got to come out. But so, I think you're right. Yeah. No, there's gorgeous. It was really great. And. So yeah, there's this kind of jazz. I, I feel like the jazz was there. I feel like that wonderful goddess folk was there. Um, you really just you're. It's just it's just a different type of album. I feel. I feel like it is different. A lot of and there's a lot more instrumentation too. Right. Which was great. So how right. how fun was that as the artist to be able to work with? It was totally fun, you know, because I have to say that um, the ancient ones, the CD I just finished. When you said it was fun. It comes across as fun. I had so much fun making this album. It was like a playground in the studio. And I'm just comparing that specifically to like when I did Elemental, which is my chant CD that I released in 2010. That CD was the most intense thing I have ever done in my life because it's like basically 13 ceremonial chants. Mm -hmm. So it's like I I did a ritual for every song, you know, on that album. Pretty much, they're all they're all little mini rituals, and they're mm-hmm. all intentional chants to use for ceremony. Very intense that CD was for me to make. This one was just oh, so much fun. I was so relaxed. I, after what I went through with Elemental, there was no way I was going to do it like that again. I I had to have fun with it, and it came across. But there's some 
seriously powerful ritual songs on this album too um that i did early on like back in like december and january maybe january that's when i really recorded like the ancient ones into the Summerlands, which are really intense um acapella songs on mm -hmm. the album mm -hmm. yes so yes. for the rest of it it was a ball i just called up my friends from back home you know and <laughs> i had the um one of the songs on the CD is called Daughters of the Earth. And my background, my whole life of singing, is blues, jazz, rock. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I love rock and roll. I love to sing blues, and I love jazz. And I wrote this song for um, Elisa Starkweather's Women's Gathering in Massachusetts called Daughters of the Earth. I had performed and taught there, and it just inspired this Daughters of the Earth song. And I knew when I wrote it that it just needed a whole, like, girl band sound to it you know it just needed this whole big sound so i just recruited all my friends from home mm -hmm. to come play on it and my friend fern parker who i've known for over 20 years played lead guitar um heidi johansson who's the rhythm guitarist who i've been playing with we were a duo together for like 15 years we've been playing together for 18 years i just played with her you know a week ago friday in a trio that we've acoustic trio we've been playing with called moonstruck then there's um, Jennifer Spingler, who was playing bass, and Tina Horn, who's my regular drummer. The percussionist who rocks out on all my other albums is Tina. And then, so I recruited them, I've known them 13 years, yeah. you know? So I brought them in on Daughters of the Earth. Ann Silverman came in. I've known Annie 11 years. I've played with her. Met her with Shauna Carroll back in 2002. And Annie um, played on The Mists of Avalon and... Um, were there two that we did piano on? I think it was Miss of Avalon. She played piano on. So I just recruited all my friends. I had all kinds of awesome girl power going on. <laughs> you did, no, absolutely. It's it's a totally. <laughs> and let's not forget Jenna Green, who came mm -hmm. in and sang harmonies on Bless Our Planet. And Jenna also gave me the Lou chance to record. Which was, was really to... impressive. <laughs> it was totally impressive. It's a great chance. Well, this is what happened. I talked to Jen in the winter, and I said, Jenna, my CD's almost done. I need, I need one chant or song to the God. I have to do something for the God energy. And I said to her, I said, I'm thinking of writing a chant for Lou. You know, and she said, oh, I have one. You can have it. Do you want to record it? <laughs> Just like that on the phone. I'm like, what? She goes, no, I have a Lou chant. You can record it. Um, so she starts singing this Lou chant to me, and I was like, I was just screeching. I'm like, oh my god, of course, yes, please, I'll record that. So I'm happily got permission from Jenna to record that, and I'm happily going to be paying her royalties and mechanical <laughs> copyrights on that for as long as we both shall live. I hope. All right, right. So um, that was awesome, and Jenna. So she came up to harmonies, and she gave me that amazing chant to Lou that I that I sang on the CD. No. So it was so fun to bring my friends in on this. Oh, God, I had such a great time. So, Rowan, mm. you are, you're also an uber Kellyanna fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you've, you were, but you were a Kellyanna fan early on. I mean, you, you were, because you're pretty quick to pick up on. Yeah. I on... mean, the first time, actually, that I found one of your CDs was actually um, at uh, Pandora's Box down in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that was when I had found... Uh, Hurt, well, actually, that was when I heard the song that always makes me cry. I always tell everybody, Kellyanne always makes me cry. <laughs> because what song is that? <laughs> Warrior Queen mm -hmm. always makes me cry. <laughs> yeah. I can't listen to that song in the presence of other people. So, 
Um, every time I play that song, even after eight years, I get the chills over my entire body every single time I perform that song. Yeah, every it's time. A, it's an amazing song. And it, I definitely, there's got to be, it's like stirring something from a past life in me whenever I hear it because I can't, can't compose myself when I hear that song. But yeah, I did this, the stuff that I've heard on the new album, it's just so different. There was one, it was actually the first song on the album that for a second, I felt like I was being pulled back into the seventies for a minute. It has like this, yeah. <laughs> it has this really like cool, like, you know, I should be like, you know, there should be flowers in my hair and I should be wearing bell bottoms and like dancing with a tambourine. Like, but it was, but it's really cool because it's so different from everything else. My um my nickname, you know, um, Kristen Day, who owns Hex in Salem, his mm-hmm. nickname for me is Hippie Chick. It's Hippie Chick. <laughs> That's what he calls me. He calls me Hippie Chick, you know, because so that music and that style of music. This album, um, I've used and recorded songs, a lot of songs that my friends, that other people have written. There's four of my new originals on this CD. There's one traditional, Scottish, um, The Witch is Real. Mm-hmm. And then the other five songs, two of them are Shauna Carroll's. That's um, Bless Our Planet and Miss of Avalon. Thank You, Mother was written by Pamela Gurkey. And Pamela Gurkey is the one who, on my I Walk With the Goddess song, there's a choir singing with me, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The choir is the Sacred Fire Choir from Seattle. They've disbanded at this point, but I played with them for years. And um, Sacred Fire Choir is the one who sang on the CD with me, and Pamela Gurkey is the choir director. So she wrote that Thank You, Mother song. Um, and I learned it from them and played it and played guitar with them at a concert out in Seattle and really liked the song. And I've always, very often times, I, almost every single time I run a workshop and I start with an elemental song, that's the chant that I sing. And I always sing it with my drum. But this time I just decided to put it with the guitar and just rock it out a little bit and throw my flute on there. So it was just kind of fun, something different. So I like the different um, scale. I've got, you know, three drum and vocal chants on this. I've got one acapella, I mean, um, no, two acapella and three drum and, and chant. And then the rest are like songs with music, guitar, piano, drums, bass, flute, all kinds of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, Kellyanna, what was it like? I mean, so you, you've got, you've been everywhere. I mean, I've been, I've been, of course, I follow you on Facebook, you know, and I see mm-hmm. what you're doing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, she, she's everywhere. You've been interviewed by everyone, I think. That has a show, and so you've been really busy promoting this. How do you feel the the response has been from the community? Well, it hasn't really gotten out there yet because um, the physical albums aren't are in the in the at the plant now. I haven't even gotten them yet. Ah. So I I have a hundred and ten pre orders um, of two people that ordered the CD that they haven't even got it yet, um, and another you know half a dozen stores. So I put the CD, this CD has only been released on Facebook. Really? For download. Yeah, I mean, I just randomly, when I put it up, I put it up last week as, you know, the CD's ready and going to be mailed out in another two weeks. And here's the album on Bandcamp. You can download it for nine ninety nine if you want, and you can mm-hmm. hear every song. So I posted it on Facebook. And that's the only place that it's been put out. I haven't even really released it it's just a facebook release <laughs> and then now it's spread like wildfire because everyone we've all known we've all been waiting because well it's been, it's, I, I, it's been like 70 album downloads since last week yeah well 
you know, it, it's been downloaded already, you know, just, just like I said, through my Facebook connections. And then I put it up on CD Baby and got another few there. So it's really officially going to be, you know, out for people to, like, have their CDs in their hands mm-hmm. probably, you know, um, around the 25th or so. Oh, just wait. Just wait, Kellyanna. <laughs> just wait. We've got some pretty devoted listeners here at on the Modern I wasn't Match. sure, you know, because, like Rowan said, and like you said, it's just a little bit different. And I put it up on Facebook with Daughters of the Earth when I recorded it. Mm-hmm. I said to everybody, mm-hmm. I go, I'm doing this song. It's like a six-and-a-half-minute blues rock girl band jam. I said, you're not probably used to hearing this kind of stuff from me, but this is where my roots are. This is how, where my soul is. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put mm-hmm. it out there and hope you like it. You know, And the whole CD's kind of got that feel of just, just a little bit different and light and fun with all kinds of cool influences in it. Well, right. And I, 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 uh, <laughs> go ahead, Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that's a good thing, though, because I think that there's been sort of a lull in that kind of pagan music for quite a while. You know, we've had... You know, I, like, I love Jenna Green. I think she's amazing. Um, you know, and I love S.J. Tucker. But, I mean, you know, you're looking at people that, that really kind of focus so much more on, like, vocal, folk kind of, or more traditional pagan music. You know, after bands like um, Gaia Consort, Velvet Hammer, when bands like this kind of went in different directions, we kind of lost a lot of that rock pagan music that was specifically pagan as opposed to stuff that's just kind of cursory pagan <laughs> you know like like Sully Erna and Godsmack where you know it's pagan but it's not really pagan but you know it's pagan you know so I think that it's it's awesome to hear more obvious rock music that's devoted to goddess energy and and pagan you know ideology and whatnot I think that that's important because not everybody likes the more traditional stuff or the more laid back stuff. And then you have a lot of people who just don't listen to pagan music because they don't like that, that vibe. Well, and that's why I like Kellyanna because she really makes the thing themes in paganism and she makes kind of the archetypical um, vibrations that we really end up handling and dealing with as pagans. She makes those things accessible to even non-pagans because of the mm-hmm. way that she writes the music and the way that she records and, you know, the instruments. And so I know there's there's been a lot of crossing over. I, I hear a lot of the the goddess community, uh, of course, responds to her music really well. But then also we've got, you know, that, that other pagan community over there, you know, and they, they respond to her music really well as well. So you, you've always had this this kind of way of bridging a lot of gaps within paganism. And I think that this album is bridging your the gaps into other places, you know, outside of paganism. You know, you're this really... is so cool because all I did was I went back to my roots. Well, it kicks ass. You know, I went back to my yeah. roots and my rock and roll background, my background of rock and loving rock and roll. I love nothing more, let me tell you, to grab my drum and to chant and sing with all my heart. I I absolutely adore absolutely. that kind of powerful ritual chant. I love it. But I also, like I said, just love my, my roots and that rock and roll background of, like, really great music and a really great groove, you know? And I don't know, I don't know how this album is going to be received. Obviously, you two received it fantastic. Absolutely. But I don't know what my fans are going to think of this this album if they're you know if it's going to appeal to them or if there's enough of my my usual drum and chant and those ceremonial kind of if there's enough of that to to hold my regular fans i'm curious to see 
Um, I know one of the things that I'm really excited about is that you do have some longer tracks on here. And I've always been a fan of the longer tracks on your albums anyway. So I will tell you. Um, <laughs> some I, of my tracks on this album are pretty short, actually. Right, right, right. But then, you, yeah. but then, yeah, you, but then you've got, like, Daughters of the Earth, you know, which right. is this – that's a hardcore song. And it's it's wonderful. I mean, the way it's, it's approached so – I, I, Kelly, I, seriously, this is, this is going to be a big one. Like, Thank there's you. no question about it. Absolutely not. Um, and, and Well, Mojo from The Wiggly and Way, his favorite song was Daughters of the Earth. Absolutely. And he's, you know, he, yeah. And he's got, he's got, he does have good taste in music, I do have to say. Mojo. And his wife, Pharaoh, her favorite was The Ancient Ones. Ancient Completely Ones. Completely different. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, and we're going to have that. And later on in the show, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be playing Ancient Ones, the title track off of her album. And uh, if you, if you're a fan of Kellyanna's and you'd like to, um, kind of know more about her and her relationship to uh, magic and the voice and and performance art in magic. Uh, you can check out the next issue of Modern Witch Magazine. I have to plug. I have to. I have to. It's my job, right? I mean, it's <laughs> you go thing. right ahead. Plug so, uh, Kellyanna, <laughs> you okay? So I just won't be so 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 tight about it. So Kellyanna, we got to interview you, and we're kind of in the process of interviewing you rather um, for a, a piece that's going to be in the next Modern Witch. Magazine magazine um about using the voice and magic and you've come on the show and we've we've talked about it on the show before because you know of course Mm -hmm. it's a big thing and i I just kind of want to say that i have to like listening to this album i feel that energy even more so i feel a connection to different extensions of you as a person of course getting to know you as well you know um, mm-hmm. I, I, I know you've got all these quirky, you know, kind of things that I just, I love you. <laughs> but I get to hear all Thanks, this stuff Jeff. in the music. <laughs> nice. I like that actually. That's yeah. So it's just, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I, I, and of course we have to, um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what the listeners say. So where can they, where can they go right now to download the album? Right now? Um, well, they can go listen to it for free at Bandcamp. Um, so it's www.bandcamp.com. No, and that's cute. And the album's up there for download through PayPal. Um, it's a dollar a track or nine ninety nine for the album. They also allow you to listen to the tracks, so you can go and check out the songs. Uh, I also have it for download up on CD Baby, which means it's going to be an, um, available at iTunes you know, within the next day or two. Absolutely. If it's not yeah. already. So it's already on its way to iTunes, and it could be up already. I haven't checked. This is really And Amazon.com will have it, but within, you know, three or four days. So it's going to be available for digital downloads. Right now on my website, I'm taking pre-orders for the physical CDs, and anybody who pre-orders it before the release, I'm going to sign the copy and mail it to them. So if you go to kellyana.com, there's many places right on the front homepage to pre-order the CD, physical CD itself, which I'll be shipping out before I go on tour the 26th. This is this is going to be really great. I'm really excited. Um, all right, so without further ado, uh, of course, if you want to um, go visit Kellyanna, go to her website. That's kellyanna.com. And Kellyanna, spell your name so that everyone is clear. Right, it's K-E-L-L-I-A-N-N-A. Two L's, two N's. Two L's and two N's. Um, and uh, th- once again, thank you so much for coming on the show again and uh, taking the time out of your schedule to to uh, chill with us for a little bit. Um, and all right. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Thank you so much for helping me, you know, talk about my new CD. And thank you for, like, being a fan. I mean, 
What would I be doing if it wasn't for you? Uh, I'd probably be working at, you know, 7-Eleven or something. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that you're you're working in your studio because you Thank you. you give me stuff <laughs> to talk about, so that's a good thing. <laughs> Um, Thanks, Rowan. Thanks, Devin. Oh, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Modern Witch Podcast Rock. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So, guys, we are going to listen to the title track off of her album, The Ancient One. Hear a song of time gone by. The ancient ones are calling And they sing a song of old And their words will carry us home And their song will carry us home Hear a song Ancient ones are calling out And they sing a song of old And their words will carry us home And their song will carry us home you home. 
and their song will carry us home. So we want to thank Kellyanna for stopping by to visit us this week and to share her new track off her new album, Ancient Ones. And that is all we have for you this week. So be sure to check us out on Facebook on uh, our Modern Witch podcast page. And you can also find us on Pagan Radio Network at paganradio.net. And be sure to join us again next week on paganradio.net for another episode of the Modern Witch podcast. Be 